Hey guys, welcome to the Retro Media Talk Podcast. Today we're going back again to the 70s, and we're going to hit 1976, a film that used to freak me out kind of as a kid. I'm here with Steve Lego, and uh, Steve, was this, uh, was this your first time watching this film? No, no, I've actually seen it uh, quite a few times, actually, but it's it's been like a year or two since I've seen it. Cool. Well, the film is called Logan's Run, and uh, it came out in 1976, and let me just give you a quick little synopsis. Basically, it's a place in the section of the United States, which is right by Washington, D.C., that's uh, sealed off... Uh, in a dome city, they artificially create light and night and all that stuff, but nobody's seen the sun. It's filled with people, and basically, you're living to just live out pleasures. There's no family. There's no money. And then once you hit 30, they kill you. But there's a lot more to it, a lot, lot of different parallels, a lot of things that relate to what's going on today. That's what I want to touch on. Yeah, Logan's Run. I watched it on Blu-ray, and you watched it on what, HBO Max? Yep. That's cool. So has it been a while since you've seen the film? A couple of years. Probably about, I don't know, two, three years. Oh, okay. So you, yeah, it's been a while for me, man. I mean, I I didn't remember a lot of stuff. I, I had a better experience watching it this time than I can remember. Maybe it's because a lot of the stuff that's happening today and a lot of the stuff that they're trying to create. Before, it was like science fiction, you know, more science fiction. Now, right. it's like more of a reality <laughs> that they're trying to to uh, get us to. And they're trying to build these dome cities. I don't know if you've uh, caught up on, on a lot of that, but they have proposed building these Dome cities, I don't know, around the world or whatever. They're actually pro proposing people uh, live in these dome cities. So it's uh, reality again, just like when we were going over Westworld, how uh, robots, you know, are kind of a, a deal now. Do you know much about that director, Michael Anderson? No, no actually, I don't know anything about him at all. Well, one thing I, I dude, I thought. When I I didn't know who directed it until I looked it up, and I was like Michael Anderson. Then I looked him up. He was born in 1920, died in 2018 at 98. He almost made it to 100. Yeah, that's. But he good. was the first one that made 1984 in 1956. So this guy is well aware of what is going on. And mm -hmm. for those that don't know what 1984 is. That's the George Orwell book that predicts a kind of a, a future uh, that's going on right now. Like these elites basically are trying to create a brave new world or a, a 1984, kind of like a Logan's run, <laughs> all mixed in. And another movie, man, he made that, I don't know if you've seen it, but Orca with uh, Bo Derek. Bo Derek was in this one. You remember I Orca? I, I, I saw it like when it came out, you know, like a year or a year or two after, maybe. But I've never I've never seen it since, so I don't remember too much about it. I know it's about a killer whale, right? Yeah, and it's about them killing this whale, and the whale was pregnant. The babies came out, and it was pretty 
it was pretty brutal. So the the whale is after the hunters, the fishermen, because it killed his uh the babies, the whale babies. You know, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty brutal film. I I loved it. And that came out like I think seventy nine. Then he did Millennium. I don't know if you've seen that. It was nineteen ninety nine? Did a bunch of them. Yeah, Millennium was pretty good. Yeah, for for a lower budget movie. Yeah, and the, he was an Oscar nominee for Around the World in. 80 days that was in 1956 too uh with um or also with uh 1984 it came out in 1956 golden globe nominee also for around the world in 80 days and they did a horror fil- flick uh I, I i vaguely remember uh called dominique in 1979 and he did some other ones but logan's run it, it, it got it was a Hugo nominee best dramatic presentation um one of the most expensive movies for that time hard to believe ain't it yeah i mean <laughs> i think it was mgm's uh most expensive for like 10 years or i think they said it had a lot of technology it were never was never used in films i don't know but we'll go over that but let me uh so give me your take on what you uh, what you thought uh, of the film. Oh, I thought it was good. I, I love I love uh, sci-fi movies from the seventies. First of all, they have a certain look about them. The sets are minimalist. You know what I mean? It's you know it's kind of like the Star Trek set design. It's really simple and stuff. But if it's a good story, it doesn't you don't really have to have like the super you know detailed set and story. You know. The story does it for you. You don't need, a, you know, big backgrounds like today. You know, everything's got to be CG. It's all got to be, it's all got to be looking super, super fancy. And uh, I think that detracts a lot of times from from a story. But uh, I love, I love uh, this movie. Um, I thought, I think it holds up. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's seventy six. I mean, it's it's pre Star Wars. You know what I mean? So it's like. Uh, you know, it's the, like the end of the era of old school um, sci-fi movies. I mean, you look at all all the modeling they did at the beginning. You know, the oh, opening yeah. scene. You know, that's all models. Yeah. You know, uh, the city, the trains, the little people, and all that kind of stuff. And even though you look, you know, it's a model, it still looks looks really cool. I think. Oh, I did too. But, but um, no, I love I loved it. I, I loved the way it was. You know how the how the city was portrayed and just really simple, solid colors and people's clothing and, you know, everything's just like really minimalist, but it's, um, it's, it's cool. I, I liked it. It's got a cool, it had a cool soundtrack too. And, um, when you could hear it, um, I think that was, I think it was Jerry Goldsmith, wasn't it? Yep. Jerry Goldsmith. Yep. Really good soundtrack. Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the movie. It's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a classic, you it know is. what I mean? And the colors that they wear, the outfits, they represent like their ages, kind of, you know, they're, yeah, uh, it's pretty cool because the, well, we can say, um, tell everybody, basically you got a, a life clock embedded in your left hand, kind of like a, <laughs> kind of like a mark of the beast type thing, but it's, it's a crystal instead. And it, uh, it blinks. Well, it, it it's a solid color. 
it's like, I, and and the thing is, is um, when you're born, it's it's clear, or it's white, not clear. It's white until eight years old, and then nine to fifteen, it's yellow. 16 to 23 it's green and then 24 to 30 it's red and you can see the outfits are playing they're wearing are like yellow green red and the carousel was the point of them wearing those masks and um the robes and all that um i don't know it's a symbolism i guess of uh you know they call it renewal renewed and i the way i think the way I can figure it out is when they kill them at 30, they think they're being reincarnated. Don't didn't you get that from that? Right. Right. Yeah. Because they alluded to that because uh, Logan said later to Francis, the other Sandman that uh, have you ever seen anybody renewed? And then he was thinking, it was like, he said, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't know anybody renewed. So basically, I, th- I guess that means reincarnated. Right. Well, then they did say, I think at one point, I think Francis said that, you know, that's how it works. You know, uh, a person's renewed and another uh, a baby is uh, born or something to that yeah. effect. Ten days before you're renewed or killed, the crystal will begin to blink uh, red or black and red. And that's when, you know, and, and it's crazy. It reminds you of like a gladiator type scenario where you're in an arena and you're cheering on the, the, the death of these people. And they think, hey, man, they're being renewed. This is a good thing. But actually, they're being exterminated because they they live in this dome city and it's all about population control and all about living out your pleasure they, they these people they the life in the future is nothing there's no this this is what i want to get to because we got these elites that want to destroy the family so the the whole movie is is pretty uh, prophetic i guess but you know 1984 since this guy did 1984, he knew all about the writings of George A. Uh, Orwell or whatever. So, but yeah, the parallels of today, population control, right? So that's that's yeah. one thing. Dome City, they want to build these dome cities. If you Google dome cities, uh, you know they're they're being. I think they might be being built now in some parts of the world. I don't know. But uh, I know they were starting. Uh, no one eats meat. They all eat vegetables. <laughs> they don't eat bugs in this. <laughs> but right. but if they thought about it, they probably <laughs> they probably would have threw that in there. But nobody eats meat. It's all veg. They're all vegetarians. So that's kind of reminiscent to today. They don't want us eating meat unless it's a. Uh, special occasion and we're granted a piece of meat that's the future and they want us all eating bugs and probably sewage (laughs) right it's basically a society built on like i said no family so everybody just kind of like has sex with whoever and um the the mothers that they have there are no are not mothers there's this 
they're just people that are inseminated or seed mothers, I guess. They have the babies, but there's no mother, father, or relatives. Um, and then there's drugs in the form of pills or a vapor. So this vapor that they it just gets them high or whatever, and <laughs> it's it's kind of a crazy, crazy deal. But it's it, it it's it's like I said, more reality. You know, there, there's there's so many parallels of today and then the computer runs everything with the uh i i compare pair it to like an alexa or a siri voice something like that yeah and uh the computer tells the sandman that's what was kind of cool man i, I kind of miss that because i when i remembered logan's run i i thought logan escaped on his on his own accord but i didn't realize that the the computer told Logan to that he was going to have to not tell his other co-worker, so Sandman or whatever, that he was going on this undercover expedition to kill to kill him or to find the sanctuary find sanctuary, the sanctuary or whatever, and destroy it. Did you did you catch that before? Well, you probably have because you saw it yeah. a couple years ago. I can't but think- I mean but I mean, that's what they wanted him to do. But basically, when they turned his clock ahead, he had no choice. He had no choice. Yeah, they were going to kill him anyway. So, and then I think once he, I I, I think once once they said, "Well, I'm going to get my time back," right, and they wouldn't answer him. Yeah, I think, it wouldn't answer. <laughs> I I think, I think they want you to believe that that he's maybe on a mission. Or maybe he's trying to escape. You don't really know, but I, I think, I think he had no intentions of ever coming back. I don't think so either. Once they didn't give him the answer, he was like, "Well, screw it, I'm going out there." And then once he saw, once they saw the sun for the first time and and everything, they were like, <laughs> "Yeah." I mean, what was the point of it, though? You know what I mean? I don't understand really. I mean, it's a cool story, but what was the point? Because when you when they get outside of the dome, there's no other people. There's nobody like working it. There's like the, the rich people aren't living in mansions outside of the dome. There's like nothing there, uh, you know. So what 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 is the point of keeping people enslaved in those domes when they're not using the rest of the earth for themselves? Well, they're pro they're probably somewhere else. Who knows? You know, that's a question. Good question. Where are the elites? Well, yeah, they're not in that area. We never see them. But that dome just keeps the population to to a minimum. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, what was the point of keeping those those people alive in the dome city? What was the point? They weren't they weren't producing anything for them. So I mean, I don't really get when you start looking at the story itself. I'm like, I don't really get why they even bothered allowing them to continue to exist. Oh yeah, they could have just killed them off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. do they need them for? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The the dumbest part of it is uh, them going back, thinking that uh, if I bring back this, when they find the old guy, and they, you know, they've never seen anybody old grow yeah. old, and uh, you know, they think we we got to sh- tell people that you know that you can grow old, and they just assume that everything was going to be hunky dory. They bring this guy and. <laughs> and uh they were gonna let him live but yeah it's uh i personally like how they ended it 
that, that I, I was kind of worried because I haven't seen it so long. I'm like, I hope it's not a bad ending or a abrupt ending. So I kind of like how they got they all got out of the the dome. It's the typical seventies seventies movie ending. You know, sixties seventies the old yeah. fashioned type of ending. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I guess somewhere in the in there there, there was a uh, extra. I was reading this, and he uh, held up a Vulcan sign. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did read that somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. The carousel is what always used to freak me out because they would spin, they cheer, you know, and then they they'd uh, fly up into the into the um, air there, you know, yeah, and then get shot. And what I didn't know is how did they do that back then? And it was all wired. Did you read that? Well, yeah, it was wired. But, I mean, obviously, too, it was it was like, I mean, they weren't there. That was like some kind of overlay. You know what I mean? When I when I watched the making of it, because I got the Blu-ray, um, mm-hmm. the it was actually wires that they painted black. And they used some photography. I, I don't know how they did it, but he's. He said it was it was unbelievable how they did it. You cannot see a wire. And I looked and looked, and the way they shot that was unbelievable. And he said it was so difficult because they had these the wires kept tangling up or something. So they had to f- somehow figure out how to get each person uh, uh, fastened uh, correctly or or locked in somehow so it wouldn't tangle up because they had some issues. But one thing I didn't understand was when they, you know, when they supposedly get shot and killed, mm-hmm. those are actually explosives on on the stuntmen. <laughs> and so uh, maybe that's something with the mask, you know, because uh, those are all stuntmen and uh, they actually are wearing explosive devices on their on their backs or whatever. Hmm. backs or fronts I, I don't know whatever because see because to me it looked like the explosions were like like put in like post yeah yeah but, and but it was and and when they were floating around i mean that was like uh that was superimposed onto the screen too do you know what i mean it was they weren't actually doing it in front of, in front of those people in that arena well i mean he, it, the director says okay when they fly up the director said he set off each one of those explosions manually so when they shot one guy right Mm -hmm. uh or triggered the explosion they would have to lower everyone down from the wire Mm -hmm. and and somehow mark where they were previously lower everyone down remove him take him back up and that would and they had to be in the perfect spot same spot and that way when the explosion went off and they and they uh cut that part it would look like he disappeared or whatever Mm -hmm. and i thought that was crazy i was like man couldn't there be an easy way easier way to do that but i don't know back then you know yeah that's how they did it i mean for how shitty it looked they just could have should have done it like old school and just like stop the camera and pulled the people out and just restarted (laughs) the film or something you know yeah that's a it, it, it so there's little things like that that just get me going. I'm like, man, that's fascinating. I respect the movie even better when I hear all these little 
things of how they made it and like the hologram. You know, in the end, when when it kind of reminds you of 1984, right, where it says uh, where where he tells Winston uh, what what is two plus two, and he says mm-hmm. four, and he says no, you know they they keep saying it's five. Two plus two equals five, and and you know they're they're playing with this, they're breaking him down, making mm-hmm. him say no. Two plus two is whatever they want it to be, basically. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, that's kind of what what the computer is doing to um, well, not in the well, yeah, uh, you know the interrogation scene where. Right. Uh, where it says, uh, where is uh, Sanctuary? Logan 5, did you find Sanctuary? Did you find Sanctuary? And he says uh, Sanctuary doesn't exist or whatever. We will begin that's not, that's not the answer or whatever the computer says. And it just keeps going going. That's not the answer. Or Do you remember? Mm-hmm. What, it, what exactly... It, what was the exact words? I don't know. That's yeah, I, don't, I don't remember. I, but, <laughs> but, I should have wrote yeah. that down. But I, that kind of reminded me of like him as Winston or something in, in 1984. That was kind of cool. There is no sanctuary. Unacceptable. The answer does not program. You were assigned. No to where was I going with that? Oh, the hologram on the TV. You know where where they were showing his his three dimensional face talking. Right. Mm-hmm. That's never been done before. So that was a totally new thing, and that kicked off like all the other movies into in, implementing that uh, implementing the uh, special effect. So that was kind of cool. Logan's Run actually kicked off that effect <coughs> for other films. So you know, there's there's a lot of history in that. So Michael York, you know who he was, right? Oh, yeah. well, he was a big big actor back then, and he was in a lot of movies, Three Musketeers. Uh, what else? Was yeah, he? tons of stuff. But yeah, back back in the seventies, yeah, he was a pretty hot commodity. Yeah, he's he's still alive, dude. He's eighty. Yeah, I just saw something. I mean, within the past couple of years that that he was in, I don't remember what it was now, but yeah, he's couldn't believe it. You know, we always go back to these films and we're like, oh, yeah, you know, half of them are dead. Even though I take a multivitamin, I also like to take superfoods. And the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens. Real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods, it's technically not a supplement. This is just pure whole foods, guys. And you can get a discount right now by using coupon code HEALTHYLIFE. Just plug that coupon, HEALTHYLIFE, before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount. You have to try Field of Greens from BrickHouseNutrition.com. And then Jenny uh, Agutter or Agutter, yep. I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. She's 70 now, and uh, 
that was the girl, you know, with Logan when they escaped. Well, yeah. you know, you know that, but the audience don't <laughs> probably. But but she's in a uh, still in she's in some BBC show called something uh, called The Midwife. I don't know. I I can't. Oh, stand my wife it. watch my wife watches that. Oh God, I can't stand BBC shows, but. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like uh, like those shows. Uh, the only one I, I like is Black Mirror. You ever seen that one? Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. But what about uh, what about um, uh, Doctor Who? It was a BBC show. You ever watched that? No, nah, I never watched it. What about Sherlock? You ever watched Sherlock? No, nah, I never never watched that either. The original Office. No, I, you know, um, I saw scenes. I, now that one might appeal to me because I did The like, original Office, dude, is a hundred times more hilarious than, than the... Uh, yeah, just I, because I, Ricky you, Gervais yeah. is so... he, You know, you, you think Steve Carell, like, he makes you feel uncomfortable. Ricky Gervais makes you feel a thousand times more uncomfortable because he's so just yeah. um, oblivious. But stuff like... Um, yeah, you know, Downtown totally, Abbey or right, what was right. it called? Downton Abbey, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, my wife watches all that stuff. Yeah, I can't stand that stuff, but you know, that's just personal. I mean, that, you know, that's just some of that English. Uh, those English shows just aren't my style. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, it might be a good show. But you can say, uh, uh, you can ask her um, about the, this character. I forget. I didn't write her character down. But yeah, she's the girl in Logan's Run, so uh, pretty interesting. So yeah. she's she's been in that show since 2012 to, to now, 2023. So she's been in there a long time. There was um, <clears throat> there's another thing about her too, and you know I always gotta throw in the six million dollar man. Yeah. Connection. Okay. <laughs> yes. She I was in two it. episodes of the six six million dollar man, the deadly replay parts one and two. And also, Farrah Fawcett Majors was in this movie. Yes. And she was married to Lee Majors, the $6 million man. And she was in three episodes of the $6 million man. The Golden Pharaoh, The Peeping Blonde, and The Rescue of Athena One. Oh, man. I'm glad you picked that that up. Because I was just getting ready to get, get to Farrah Fawcett. But I'm glad you get the uh, $6 million man connection in there. Because, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> I saw that one coming. I was like, Lego's got to put that one together i didn't know about jenny though that's a good one so well I, I you know i i saw her face and i was like because you know i'd just been watching the blu-ray set yeah and so it refreshed my memory and i was like i think she was in the six million dollar man so i i <laughs> I, I had to i had to look and sure enough yeah <laughs> that is that hilarious her. oh man now now the sad thing is though the other sandman Richard Jordan, who played Francis, uh-huh. he died in 93 of brain cancer at 56. So that that that's the only downer. Um, his last film was the that I, I could find was The Hunt for Red October. He was in that one. So hmm. you know, he, uh, I, I, you know, he, he had one of those faces where, I was like, oh yeah, that guy's been in stuff, but I could never place him and and what he was in, mm-hmm. you know. But um, uh, another big star uh, was that Peter Ustinov. Yeah, the right. old man. The I old mean, man. He, was in t- 
he was in tons of uh, uh, Disney movies and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, a little bit before my time, but I know he was a, a, a pretty big actor. I read that he ad-libbed most of his parts. I don't know if that's true. I, well, I, I believe it. I was like, wow. Because, you know, I mean, he was just like a babbling old man. He wasn't really too coherent and just, um, so yeah, I mean, it's highly yeah. possible. And they had a lot of those cats. I think all those cats were living on the set or something. They, they were saying. And that they're all those cats are dead as well. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I was, uh, I was um, surprised at a lot of what I was reading, like um, the sets. They had a, they had a few different places where they filmed a lot of these sets i don't know well i know at the end of the movie they they thanked like the dallas film commission or something mm-hmm. so it was filmed in texas or yeah they had a dallas market center it was a 4.8 million square foot complex it looked Cons- like a mall to yeah, me yeah yeah consisting of six ultra modern structures erected in 135 acres which would become the largest single wholesale merchandise mart in the world. Uh, Logan's Run utilized futuristic backgrounds of the West Atrium, a five-story terrace, terraced space featuring a tire wall of mirrored plexiglass and variety of acoustic materials. I don't know. This is, but uh, yeah, it was um, 150 feet wide, 60 feet high. Where four thousand five hundred people can be accommodated at a show or exhibit. I was just reading that, but anyway, it's apparently one of the one of the shots they they used that that building. And then the world headquarters for Zales Jewelry Company in Dallas served as the exterior of Sandman headquarters. Hmm. And uh, let's see here. There's a gymnasium. Became uh, somewhere in Fort Worth, Health Center became the Sandman's Gymnasium. Uh, so there's a few different things, and then of course the carousel and everything that was on a set. Right, the, uh, largest sound stage in the world, they say, on stage 15. But yeah, there was a lot of stuff. You know, I don't know. I thought maybe it was all filmed in one location, and it's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, Farrah Fawcett, of course, she died in 2009 at 62. We all know that. This movie was rated PG. There was a lot of uh, boobs in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, like that, that semi. Remember they're trying to kind of get away and they're getting pulled into that orgy yeah, thing? No. <laughs> and there's like this one scene, and I know it wasn't, but they're like this, they're, they're showing all this orgy stuff going on. And, and then they, 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 they show this scene where this chick looks like she has like a flashlight. You know what a flashlight is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it looks like she's trying to cram it in her mouth. Did you see that? <laughs> Did I mean, you see that scene? I, I think so, man. I saw so many weird things. I was trying, I was I, like, is that a big, huge dildo? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, man, um, yeah, PG. I, I could have been seeing this. Uh, now, I do remember that they used to play that on HBO. Yeah, but you know, PG movies. There, I mean, they were notorious back then for 
boobs for having boobs in them. Yeah, but yeah, this one had uh, quite a few <laughs> sprinkled <Yeah>. throughout it. <laughs> and and that, they, yeah, they, that scene, man, I did not remember how raunchy that scene looked, and and I'm surprised because I usually remember those things, right? Those scenes, especially when I you know watch them younger. It would definitely get an R rating though today. Yeah, it's weird because the the way movies were back then, they'd show the nudity, but they wouldn't have the swear words. I don't think there was a curse word in this movie at all. I don't either. It's crazy. What was some of the other other parts that uh, you thought were interesting as as far as what's going on today, or did you pick up on anything like that? Um, no, I mean I think you pretty much you know covered all of that, but. Um, I, there's one thing I didn't like. Yeah. Um, you know, this is like 22. What it was like the 2230 or something they said was the year, supposedly. Oh man, what was the date? It was 22 something. 20, uh, 23 something, maybe 2300 something. Yeah, but it's know. like, yeah. you know, they, you know, the technology wasn't caught up. You know what I mean? Like if this if this movie was thought out today, right? I mean, there's no way you're getting out of that dome city because we got drones, we got cameras everywhere, we got robots, we got yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so it's a it was an unrealistic future when it came to that. You know what I mean? Well, just, yeah. Just 70s, not seventy six, yeah. They had surveillance with the gems in their hand or whatever, I guess, kind of thing, but Tracing, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, you know, you 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 wouldn't have made it out of you wouldn't have made it out of there uh, uh, today, and then it would, you know, another thing, uh, you know, it's like futuristic, whatever, and those stupid guns they had that like shot like a, like a little like little flare flames out of yeah. it, yeah, and I'm like, well, how does that work? <laughs> they said they kept having problems with those, like not shooting correctly, and I thought, well, why didn't they just use fake lasers? <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it I thought it was just dumb looking. I mean, honestly. Yeah, they could have used. I mean, like Star Wars. I mean, they could have used the laser effect. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've been using they've been doing that since heck, the fifties. You know what I mean? It sh- you just put it in yeah. there and yeah, it just it looked dumb. Well, I and guess the what's weird is uh, um yeah I didn't understand like okay you got the you got the uh, crystal. But does the crystal? He was only tracked because he touched his gun. Remember when he touched his gun and it, it signaled to the other Sandman where he was? Right. But you would think that crystal would would be a, a well, honing tra- device too, though. Well, that's how they track the runners. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they track the the runner. So why couldn't they have tracked him with the crystal in his hand? I guess because they just didn't generally track those guys. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, but uh, the uh, what was the other? the the only I did see a little mistake uh, with the robot in the uh, ice cavern there. I heard you could see his teeth or something. Yeah, I saw his. Uh, they had it going good for a while, but then you could tell. That, that, you could see his skin at one point, so um, so you could see the uh, he was wearing the the mask, you know. Yeah. But but uh, I did catch that. It wasn't too bad, but 
Yeah, that was kind of like, oh, man, they should have fixed that because that yeah, was I, pretty apparent. I was kind of trying to look for it, but um, I, I wasn't uh, – I was watching the rest of it today at work and uh, small screen, so I couldn't really see very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty uh, – it's pretty noticeable if you keep your eyes on them, like at one point, one scene. Hi guys, this is Steve here. Do you ever think about taking your nutrition to the next level? Have you ever wondered what the best iodine supplement is? How about detoxidine? Certified organic nascent iodine, a life changer. How about a liquid turmeric with black pepper? Goes in your system, fights inflammation, this blend preserves the full spectrum of antioxidants naturally found in turmeric. Global Healing Organics also just came out with an organic mushroom blend and bioactive copper. All this can be discounted with our special coupon code, Healthy Life. With a $50 minimum purchase, use Healthy Life for maximum discount with a $50 minimum purchase globalhealingorganics.com it was based on a book kind of like 1984 mm -hmm. but in the book they died at 21 and i remember we were talking about logan's run at one point and i thought they died i said something like they died at 30 i think mm -hmm. I, I think you can't live past 30 and then i read somewhere about 21 i said well i haven't seen this movie in a long time so it was one of our podcasts, and I think I cut that whole part out because I said they died at 30. And then I read somewhere it was 21. I was like, well, why would they have them die at 21? So I, I did cut that out of a previous uh, podcast we did. I can't remember what we were talking about. might have been the series when, when we were talking about the series on, on the uh, 70s one. That might have been it. But I was like, what? Twenty one seems way too young. It just doesn't make sense. So I don't know in the book why they would keep everybody under twenty one. Yeah, and then it just so thirty. I think they when they changed that from the book, I think that was a very smart thing because I think that's a good place to yeah you know end them. Not really, not really, but right. I mean as opposed to twenty one. I mean yeah. 30 yeah okay <laughs> so so was that um that robot dude box was he harvesting food for the unseen people in charge is that what was that what was his point was yeah that what, i think so doing? i think so or something because he had those people frozen there yeah and he said originally he was he was capturing plankton and fish and whatever and yeah that stopped coming so he started harvesting the humans so, uh, I'm but supposedly assuming, they didn't eat meat in there as well. Yeah. So, so I'm so I'm assuming that whoever's in charge of the world was using that guy to or the robot to get food because obviously the robot's not eating the food. Right. Um. Yeah. So I don't know if they. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They they obviously froze those people for a reason. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe the elites ran everything from computers they didn't have to be around now i think in the tv series that i i told you i, I bought yeah. the pilot i think in the tv series um 
Gregory Harrison is Logan in the TV series. Yeah. And and I think in the pilot, he meets the old guys that are in charge. They're old. Oh. They're old they're old men. Oh. And they're and they're like in this in this um in this secret part of this of the dome city. Oh. Well, that's and, cool. Because uh, um, I was I was thinking I was watching the movie and I was like, didn't doesn't he run into these old men in charge of the city and it didn't happen? And I said, like, you know what, that was in the TV series. Yeah. So uh, I have got to rewatch that because, like I said, I man, I haven't seen that since I was a kid, and I don't remember anything about the the TV show. The TV show what lasted a whole one season, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I do remember that the, uh, in the pilot they they used a lot of the they used the carousel footage and stuff from the movie and and stuff like that. Did they, they use the same voice? Because I think she was uncredited. I don't know, but they did. They did the actual. They showed the same exact carousel scene though. Okay. So apparently they're reworking or they've been trying to get a remake done and I think they're working on it right now. Did you did you read that? I read something that they had been talking about it and just hadn't I think it's in production. I'd be surprised honestly that they would allow them to make this movie nowadays cuz it might it might uh you know you know notify people hey yeah, <laughs> this is a really our plan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's almost kind of touches a little bit too close to home nowadays to make a movie. Maybe that maybe kind of like this. Yeah, maybe it got shut down. Hi right, guys, this is Steve. Do you know your body needs sixty minerals, sixteen vitamins, twelve amino acids? and a powerful blend of essential fatty acids, 90 essential nutrients your body needs to stay healthy. In today's world, depleted soil, crop changes, and seasonal inconsistencies are yielding less nutrient-dense food. This is why the Healthy Body Start Pack was created. Longevity's products have been around for decades. If you want to check out the Healthy Body Start Pack, guys, go to naturalhealthagenda.com naturalhealthagenda.com Did you understand the part where remember when they were talking to him before they the computer was talking to him before they said they wanted him to go out and they said that there was 1056 unaccounted runners Yeah so it's like um but they let all those guys believe that nobody had ever escaped. Right. I mean, uh, um, I mean, and obviously they didn't escape because they were all frozen to ice, but they had basically made it out like the sand man, the sand men. Yeah. They, they caught everybody, you know yeah. what I mean? They stopped everyone. Right. And I guess they lied about that just to prevent people from... <clears throat> I mean, trying to run though. I, but I don't understand why did the, why would why would they care if people escaped? If they're, I mean, I don't really get it. Uh, I I just assume they didn't want to start a new a new world outside that world and start using up their resources because they're such bastards. They just want to keep everybody in a in a 
in a dome and kill them off and just keep the population a certain number. And, you know, if they got out, maybe they would realize, hey, we can grow food. We can start our own, you know, own society and own whatever. But they didn't want that. That's the only thing I could come up with. Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense in a way, but then it all goes back to what we said, too. I mean, then what was the point of keeping any of them alive? I don't know. They must have got something from them. I don't know what, but. Because, you know, um, if it was like, oh, um, they were eating the people. Well, those people were getting destroyed in the carousel. So maybe they needed people to escape so they could freeze them, right, for food. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Hey, you know what? Uh, one thing I didn't realize. Now, th- maybe you could refresh me on this, but I thought they found Sanctuary. Was that in the TV show? Because I'm um, like, I-, I was confused on that too, or that part, because I thought I remembered them finding Sanctuary. So I'm wondering if that's in the TV show. Well, I, I, I haven't watched the whole series. Like I said, I just bought the pilot, and then yeah. I was going to, I was going to, you know buy some more or watch them or whatever but you know it's been that whole finding sanctuary thing has been like a storyline in so many different shows you know what yeah. i mean L- like uh, what was that one show with luke perry oh uh, jerick jeremiah i love that yeah. show that was a they great were show. they were looking for uh like a sanctuary too remember yeah that was a great show i i loved it and that was a totally a dystopian type series what lasted like what two seasons two seasons yeah yeah i mean it's been, i mean this story's been a pretty common theme um for entertainment i mean like i said they they did jeremiah they uh they had another show on netflix that was was kind of similar i can't remember what it was called now but the chick from iCarly was in it and and basically um see jeremiah was nobody Nobody could be born again. Is that what it was? Something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it. And then the show on Netflix was anybody over the age of 30 died from this virus or something. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's like, it's a pretty common theme, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, people dying or being kept, like, controlled, like, age-wise and, and people wanting to escape and find, like, this... Uh, <clears throat> shangri-la type of a place you know yeah it's kind of like uh you know why the walking dead is so popular the tv show because it's so it's it's dystopian obviously but but it's it's like people creating these these um these societies and then looking looking you know and and you're always looking for what's out there and discovering new worlds or new societies or whatever. It's, it's pretty interesting. One thing I thought was interesting, speaking of walking dead while I'm going there is Michael Anderson step, step one of his stepdaughters. That's, uh, was Lori Holden. And I don't know. Did you watch the walking dead at all? I did. I I stopped watching about uh, probably about, Four or five seasons ago. Oh, okay. His uh, stepdaughter was Lori Holden, who played Andrea. And if you watch the first three seasons yeah. of it, 
mm. that that was uh, his uh, stepdaughter. Uh, I thought that was kind of kind of cool. That was because uh, I remember that character. I was like, oh, something about these kind of shows are, are they kind of get you know. I I always love the dystopian things, but now they're getting more creepy. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our um, talk on Logan's Run. Uh, we totally recommend you go check it out and uh, see what we're talking about if you haven't seen it. And Steve saw it on HBO Max, so if you got HBO Max, just stream it from there. You know, I, I don't think it's on any other platform right now, so you you, you could uh, you'd have to buy the DVD or Blu-ray. But uh, I definitely it, recommend buying the Blu-ray if you're going to watch it on on those on that format. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I gonna say at one point. I don't know if it still is. At one point, somebody had uploaded it on YouTube. That was a few years back. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah, so it might still be on there. All right. Well, check that out. See what you think. And then, uh, you know, uh, if they do end up remaking it, like they said, uh, hopefully they make it right and don't screw it up because it is a uh, it is a good film. Um, but anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Find us at RetroMediaTalk.com. Just go there, find all the links there, and uh, that, that'll take care of it. Or find us on whatever platform you're on. But uh, RetroMediaTalk.com, easiest place to find us. Yep. We will talk to you on the next one. Adios. Man. You must not resist, Logan Five.